This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bro. That's so much more off my mind. Right, welcome guys to episode 40 of Two Men No Hope. And as it's a running thing, we now have Jim back again. <laughs> welcome, Jim. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, as everyone seemed to like the last one, which we really enjoyed as well, our first adventure into D&D for the aliens, we thought we'd come back again with something that Jamie wants to do, the end of the world. <laughs> Jamie just wants to go savage, don't you, Jamie? I'm quite happy with savage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so what are we doing today, Jim? What's the point in this, this game we're playing? Yeah, so we're using a system today called Warlock, which is really rules light. Uh, D&D is an American game where everyone's a superhero saving the world. Warlock is a British-inspired role-playing game. So everything is miserable, everyone's a piece of crap, <laughs> and you'll probably die in the process. So we're, we're playing in an adventure called Castle Zintillion. As the world is ending, this castle's become now abandoned, full of you know, monsters and spirits and ghosts and you two scumbags have showed up to try and steal what you can and get out alive. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I love it as well, it's British. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, right, let's get this going then. Okay, so to begin, um, for your listeners, do you guys want to just give a brief introduction of what or who your characters are. J- uh, Jamie, do you want to go first? Yeah, give me a sec. Uh, so, my character is an outlaw. He um, is pretty much a piece of shit <laughs> from what I can tell from my things. Um, <laughs> I've got some. I've made sure I've p- paid big attention this time to what I've actually got as a possession and they'll be used throughout the game as well, I think. Um, 
Definitely, right. yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a grave robber. I couldn't help myself. It, like, pinged out at me when you gave me the list of characters. And uh, my background is Lost and Alone, which is very fitting, I think. So I think I don't have to pretend that much. <laughs> I'm just going to just gonna drag all those feelings up. And uh, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm picking some pockets, I'll tell you that much. That's what I would do as soon as the fucking world end. My hand's in everyone's pockets. Yeah, I feel like this this session is just be going to become a reflection of your two guys' own inner psyche and just become quickly depressing as everything falls <laughs> apart. There's tears everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be brilliant. Okay, Lots so you guys um, managed to get out of the black clouds and the burning forests and the crumbling cities as the world is coming to an end and you're still fueled by greed and you managed to find an outpost far out from here in the town of Ashcroft and as you had a, a beer <laughs> in, in a bar you heard about a nearby castle that was owned by a noble family who have uh, since fallen during the end of the world it's called Castles in Tillian and the two of you have decided you're going to try your luck at maybe uh, getting some loot. So you've shown up at the castle. And as we can see on the map here, there's two ways in. One way here. One way here. So the first entrance is a gatehouse that leads into a large outer courtyard area. And the second is... Uh, a main entrance uh, that leads straight into a hall. Where do you think you guys would want to try your luck at getting into this place? I want to do some surveillance, Jamie. I don't think the front door is a good idea. We don't know when, who anyone's in there. No, exactly. We can have a little yeah. look about outside before we get in there. Use the old bushes like I do when I'm on my own. <laughs> for a, just a break character for that kid that made me laugh because Ashcroft was a school in uh, in Luton <laughs> it, was, it was the first area I lived in was called uh, Tin Town which was on Ashcroft <laughs> yeah I was like sweet definitely oh, the end of the world because that place is going down the fucking shitter but yeah no we'll go uh, we'll go across that bridge and we'll we'll do some bush looking Jamie okay yeah, so does one of you want to please make me a spot test? This is your first roll of the game. You're going to roll a d20 and you're going to add the number next to your spot skill, which is for looking around and checking things. Spot. What does it? Can we choose who rolls it? Because as we got yeah. different numbers. Yeah. Absolutely. David, what's your spot number? Five. Ah, mine's an eight because I'm a dirty bastard. I roll mine. Right, roll. I got six. <laughs> <laughs> so six plus eight is total of 14 in this game you're trying to roll for 20s or higher to succeed at anything so uh, unfortunately there's a lot of grey clouds and though much of this structure lies in picturesque ruin um, it's mostly covered in vines and, and you know overgrown with vegetation it's hard to tell much of anything um, could you also roll me 1d6 Please, uh, Danny. D6. Two. Oh, I'm not getting very good rolls today. Yeah, so oh, you're no. unable to see much of anything. Just some ravens that have gathered on the wall seem to be watching you. As you uh, sit there, checking out the, 
the walls and uh yeah not much else other than the the interior which as i said is overgrown here okay now man we're gonna have to do some chopping have you got anything on you that can get through them well i think we should just make our way to the door don't you if, if we can't see shit yeah we can risk what? that if you want What's the what, what entrance is that door? Where does that take us into in the into the building? The what the main entrance? No, the, we can get through that door, can't we? Which one? Where are you looking? Like right at the end of the path. The yellow cross. Now here. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm trying to show you. <laughs> <laughs> the one on the right. <laughs> yeah. so let me let me right, get so rid of follow... it. Here, this one here. Is that the only entrance? That, yeah, because we cocked the other one up. That's a main door. This other one, you can get in there, but it looks a bit tough because it's all overgrown. Yeah, so right, have you got yeah. any knives or anything to get through it? What knives, yeah. Because I've only got an eating knife. That's no good to know one, <laughs> oh, oh, no, wait, I have a dagger. I yeah. think I'd just rather use my eating knife. <laughs> I've got a rusty arming sword. Which oh, yeah. Use try and cut back some of them fucking yeah man we'll do that because you don't know who else has got the idea to come in this castle man okay yeah so I'll use my rusty armand sword okay so to cut into this place as you're cutting around it roll me 1d6 please Jamie So I've got five. Five, okay. Yeah, you're able to cut through and um, make your way in. The ra flock of ravens watching you as you make your way over the rubble and into the outer courtyards. On the left, you can see a garden lake and beyond that is a small rose garden. To the right, there's some stables and you hear sound of some hammering. And ahead of you, there appears to be some guard posts and then an entrance passage into the main interior of the castle, a tunnel uh, with the gate open. A tunnel? I like a good tunnel, Jamie. Yeah, that's what I was trying to point out before. <laughs> yeah, let's go for the tunnel. Absolutely. Okay. Clean up that. You guys are heading for this tunnel here, the one marked. Sweet. Yep. All right, excellent. So yeah, you make your way through the garden. And making your way up to guard posts. I'm just pulling information from the castle adventure because I can't plan for whatever you guys are going to do. I have to do it all on, on the fly. As you approach the guard post, there's these two brightly painted wooden shacks. Um, they're close to falling apart, but still standing. And inside them, you can see a skeleton. In each they seem to be uh waiting there and uh as you approach spring to attention watch you the hollow eyes i'm chilled jamie right. i'm chilled what are we gonna do have i still got my sword out at this point sure you t you tell me so i've still got my sword out down so it's whether you want to Go and try it. Get your little dagger out and go and have I'm a go. I'm getting my dagger. I'm used to running away as a grave as a grave digger. That's my go-to <laughs> is just to run. But uh, 
I'll, if I, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll back you up with my dagger. Okay, let's go for All it. Right. Let's go now for go with these fucking skeletons. <laughs> Two important questions before you do, specifically for Danny's character. You, you have a pony with you. So, first of all, what's its name? Oh, yeah, I have a pony. Uh, I don't know why. Actually, I forgot about that. Oh, you've both gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Mr. Klopp. Mr. Klopp. And uh, Jamie, what's the name of yours? Tuxedo. Tuxedo. <laughs> I was in memory. In memory. <laughs> and my, my, my horse is a bit special. That's why he clop, clop, clop. It's the noise he makes too. <laughs> like he's got a limp. <laughs> Are you guys leaving your your uh, trusty mounts at the front gate? Are you bringing them in here? What what are you going to do? Um, we're Can leaving by them? the edge of the. Are we leaving them? Tunnel. Okay. Oh yeah, by the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, as you you approach the guard post in front, these two skeletons watch you. As you approach, Jamie, rusted sword in hand, walking towards them with. Uh, Danny behind you, just far enough that he can easily run if he needs to. Um, you you see the skeletons aren't actually reacting to you. They're watching you, and they have um, rusted swords um, and sheathed next to them, but they don't seem to react. They're just watching you for now. Oh, Jamie, what are you going to do? Uh, see, my instincts is to still attack them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know whether that's going to get us killed. Um, Go for it, man. It'd be a very short video. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to run at one and try and take its head off its shoulders, see if I can do it quick enough. Okay, so this is going to be using your your large blade skill. and I should have checked this out before I said anything. Large blade skill. Oh, I've got a pretty good small blade skill. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tool of the trade, Jim. Tool of the trade. <laughs> right, so that, that's seven. Seven, nice. So when you're attacking, Jamie, you get to add another five. So you're going to be rolling 1d20 and adding 12. And I'm going to be making an opposed test. Uh, I get a plus four. Okay, Google, roll 1d20. You rolled two. Two plus four. <laughs> Six. There's no Go way on, I Jamie. can win that. Come on. <laughs> what do I what do I say? Like all of it added together? No, you just roll the D twenty. Yeah. So I've done twelve dice rolls. Twelve? I don't understand what you mean. A a di- a twenty sided dice. Oh yeah, so roll one one twenty sided dice to start. All oh, right. Yeah, you can pick the dice sizes on Google. Twenty. Yeah, just roll that. Okay. That's why I was getting confused. I was like, <laughs> so I've got ten. Ten plus plus what? what? Seven. Seven plus, plus another seven. five because you're attacking. Plus That's twenty five. against my six. Um, so you get to double your damage because you rolled three times higher than me. So ro- roll 2d6, so two six-sided dice, and then add three to the total. Fucking hell. This poor skeleton, man, I feel bad. <laughs> he was just standing there doing his business. 
So that's twelve. Twelve. That's plus the uh, plus the that's three. Plus the, plus nice. the three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you absolutely wreck this skeleton as you come charging <laughs> at it. Uh, describe to us how you bring it down quickly. Um. So if you remember, <laughs> if you remember the old um, Assassin's Creed takedowns, uh, that's is pretty much exactly what I do to the skeleton. Are you going to leap in I, the air? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do about four sum- somersaults on the way over. <laughs> I'm like a fucking gymnast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and then that's when I look at the second one and I get ready to go after him. Okay, it's like a Jim Henson 80s movie where you're just like <laughs> flipping in the air, cutting I his just, head off. Just imagine the two skeletons are being like, here, yeah, Jeff, look at this fucking guy up here. What's he doing? Well, he just walked like a normal fucking guy. And be like, in the hey, air. wait. Yeah, he's, wait, he's got a fucking sword out. Nah. Oh. He's, he's a gymnast, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> just do a crane leap. Oh, man. The, uh... a... so just in the, in the spirit of the previous D&D episode, I will take the skull as a trophy. <laughs> and wipe my bum with it. <laughs> as the skeleton clads to the ground in a jumble of bones, the other one pushes forward to attack you, Jamie. So now you're going to make another large blade test. This time you're defending. So you're just going to add, roll 1d20 and add your large yep. blade skill. And I'm going to attack with the skeleton. It's his turn. Okay, Google. Roll 1d20. You got four. Four <laughs> plus four is eight plus five because he's attacking. That's 13. What did you get, Jamie? I got 12 plus 7, so that's 19. So you won. So even if someone's attacking you, if you win, you're the one that deals damage. So roll me 1d6 and add 3, please. Um, 5. 5 total? Yeah. Yeah, your sword cracks into it some of its armor is still holding up and your sword is wedged in the bone of its ribcage beneath the armor as you pull it back out uh, you've done some damage as you hear a crack at it but we come to danny danny it's your turn at the end of this first round what do you want to do here i want to sneak up and stab the motherfucker in the back as he's getting attacked as he's attacking jamie absolutely um yeah. so yeah make a make an attack test with your small blade Small blade. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So, ten. <laughs> ten. I rolled a two. Yeah. Did you add an extra five because you're attacking? Oh, fifteen then. Fifteen. Okay, Google. Roll one d20. It's four. Okay, you oh, won. Thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> a dagger does one d6 plus two. So, roll one six-sided dice and add two. Uh, seven. Yeah, you fucked this skeleton up. Please describe it for us. <laughs> so Jamie's just like stuck his sword in, pulled it out, and before the skeleton turns around, I just give it a go in the back and a fucking give it right up there, right through, almost hit Jamie, but I don't. Oh. <laughs> and it's done for. Yeah, it don't know what happened to, to the it. Ground into uh... whispering to his ear, night night, motherfucker. I can imagine myself. I've come up. And I put my hand on the back of its head to stabilise where I'm hunching. It's going, 
And then the body <laughs> falls and I'm still holding the head. And then I just see Jamie's face. And I'm just like, yeah. Put that in my pocket. <laughs> so I'll get some, get some money for that later down the old fucking bar, won't I? Yeah. Head back to the tavern, get some more some more coin for skulls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what these two traitors. I'll haggle later. It'd be right. Everything's nice. got a cost. Yeah, it's you guys. Fuck these skeletons up. And move on. Can one of you roll me 1d6? D6. Five. Okay, great. As you approach the entrance passage, the tunnel that leads into the inner courtyard of the castle, you can see that the sides of it are lined with what are called murder holes. So when castles like this would be attacked, there's these small slits and holes where people can stick through swords and spears at attackers. The passage itself is completely dark. The scraps of bone on the floor and... Uh, yeah, remains of armor and, and other things from people that have tried to make their way through. You can tell there wasn't very much sexual things going on back there. I mean, I'll just be putting it's a glory hole in it. That's what that is. It's a hole <laughs> full of fucking glory holes. <laughs> There's things you, I would you, do on my own, Jamie. Would you like to make your small blade test in one of the holes and see, <laughs> see what happens? No, I might, I might lose my eating knife if I did that. <laughs> There's also a, a door halfway along the passage between where you are and the inner courtyard. There's a door halfway along on the right. See. Oh, Jamie, that's tempting. There might be some, some loot in there. That leads towards the hall. No, it doesn't. It, what does that lead to, that door? Or do we not know at this point? Door. So it's the door just there. I did a little yellow dot on it. Oh, yeah. I think we should make our way through there, mate. Yeah, nice. yeah. Have a have a look. Yeah, definitely, man. Have a look. Okay. What? Where you... does the end lead to? Oh, it leads to the courtyard. Yeah, we'd be out in the open, wouldn't we? Yeah. Uh, the outer, outer court. Yeah. Let's go in that little door. Okay. Heading into the little door. As Jim pulls his notes up. <laughs> As you come in. The passage itself, you're clattering through bones on the ground to get to the door quickly, hoping that nothing catches you on the way, and it seems quiet. You open this door into this passageway. There's a way to the left, a way to the right, ahead. Um, which way do you want to go? Does that look like a little room as you go down the hallway to the... Like yeah, here. what's that little that little star? What does that mean? Uh, it's a statue. Oh, okay. Hmm. Which way do you want to go, Jamie? Let's go down there and have a look at what that statue you were saying. Okay. You go down that way. As you guys make your way down this corridor... You heading along and on the right as you walk down this quiet, dark corridor. There's a small nook to the right and there's a statue. It's a statue of what looks like a zombie. And there's oh, oh. an incense burner stand on a rectangular pedestal next to it. We're dealing with some fucking devil worshippers here. That's what's going on. 
Uh, can I take the little incense burner thing? That could get me some money. Yeah, as you <laughs> as you uh, grab the pedestal, uh, it pulls away a secret compartment on the back of the oh. statue, and it reveals a brain in a jar. We're taking that. I was going to say, Jay, I'm taking that. <laughs> That's coming with us. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a quick smell as well before we actually... Uh... What, see how so long it's, it's been like, there? Yeah. It's, it's, it smells like a jar of pickles. It's been there a while. It absolutely stinks. Uh, can someone roll me a D6? I think it's going to happen. Oh, shit. Uh, five. Okay, yeah. No, you take the brain jar, no problems. Stick it in your bag. We can hold that for ransom because you know that's some uncle or something that they were like trying to. Maybe it's Walt Disney. <laughs> We could use it as a distraction at one point in it as well. We could like throw oh, what, it to the other side of the room. Because it rolls. I'll just put my hand in, give it a toss. I mean, yeah. Slap a monster in the face with it. <laughs> Let's keep on going. Okay. You want to continue down this corridor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As you guys make your way along, um, <clears throat> there are... Two doors. There's a door on the left and there's a door on the right, or you can continue ahead into a large uh, mess hall. What? Mess hall? Mess hall? There's some food in there, Jamie. I don't need food, Dan. If I break into someone's house, I'm definitely eating their food. Probably use their electric as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, quickly go flip the fucking heating on. Would be like the wet bandits from Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Or you wait till they get their energy bill next month. (laughs) There you go. Title for your episode, Sticky Bandits in (laughs) D&D. As you guys approach this mess hall up ahead, you can hear drunken singing uh, echoing from the hall. And as you get closer, these bizarre shadows flicker on the walls. Long benches and rough goat-legged tables with cluttered tableware everywhere. It's about uh, 24 old zombies and skeletons sit singing um, these old drinking songs and uh, begin making toasts as well. Uh, You know, one of them stands up as you approach the singing ends and he uh, stands up with his rotten beard hanging from his decaying face and his rusted helmet. He holds a glass up in the air. He says, here's to the next fight. Yeah. And they all start cheering uh, as you stand off listening. Hell, Jamie. What, what's your um, intimidation number? Mine? Are we- yeah. They want to fight, man. We need to. 20, 20 we need to make sure that they don't want to start on us, Jamie. We need some intimidation. Intimidation. Where are we? Seven. Yeah, me too. But I feel like you'd be a better uh, negotiator with these people. Or can we just right. like slip out? So, should, can I start a row, or do I leave? <laughs> so <laughs> you guys aren't in the mess hall yet. This description is from the corridor. You're like looking in and, and listening okay, and seeing yeah. what's going on. Let's turn around, Dan. 
to yeah, you don't want to do, you don't go in there. We need to find an armory first. I need to be able to find like some kind of more weapons than my rusty blade to beat these fuckers up. Okay. Well, okay, I agree. Is there you a door take, that we could lock? Take my route. Lock them in. There's no door here. Uh, you can try and sneak past the hall, or you can go back to where you were, or some of the previous rooms. Entirely up to you. Let's have a look at the sneak. What's my sneak at? My stealth's four. Hmm. Mine is six. Let's sneak. Oh, I love a bit of sneaking. You if worst guys... comes to worst, I'm going to just fuck the place up, so... <laughs> okay, so you guys can see that over over to your right, um, it looks like there's a doorway. Or to the left, um, it, it looks like there's a, another couple doors or the, or the corridor carries on. What's the closest one? The one to the left is probably I think safe. We try, yeah, I think we should try that, don't we? Yeah. Your, your stealth's not very... Oh, ours isn't amazing, but yours is pretty low. Yeah. Okay. Um, both of you make me a stealth test, so roll 1d20 and add your stealth. Add an additional 5, because uh, they're pretty distracted by their singing and drinking. Uh, 19. Okay. And what Add an additional what, was it? An additional 5 on top. So mine's 13. Okay. So both of you have failed... But one thing you can do in this is you can make a luck test. <clears throat> so what you do is, if you want to, you can re-roll. And you roll a d20, you add your luck to it. But then after the test, your luck decreases by one. Let's go for it. Okay. 23. Nice. I'm on 19. Did you add the extra five? Oh no. Oh no. Alright. Uh what did I say? Twenty-three. Twenty-eight. Nice. Twenty-four. Yeah, you're both higher than twenty, so subtract one from your luck. Two of you continue on. Uh, to the left of the hall, to your right looking at the map. As the two of you carry on, on the left there's a doorway. You can see through there that there is um a stairwell seems to lead up um, and then other to that there's a corridor that continues on it looks like there's some kind of chapel ahead let's head to the chapel because uh, we all know the Christians kept a lot of gold back in the day oh yeah speaking my language hey as you slowly creep towards this chapel Cobwebs cover the simple wooden pews, the crumbling altar. Jamie, I don't like spiders. <laughs> don't have any spiders. There are um, these frescoes, these images of monks harvesting grapes on the mountains, slopes of nearby valleys, and um, as you approach. Uh, and stop and watch you see these eight hooded monks begin to f filter into the chapel 
through uh, another door, singing dark hymns. This place is fucking filled. What are we doing now? This ain't no it's place supposed for to be abandoned. Robber. Yeah, I know. This ain't no place for a grave robber. Um, to be fair, it should be easy to kill some monks, shouldn't it? Should we kill the monks? I don't know, man. Sometimes they've got still some eight shit under their robes. How many is there? Eight. eight. Fuck me. Could have been better <laughs> in the other fucking room. Um... There's no way oh, out wait. there, is there? Can we, can we disguise ourselves as a monk? Um, I'll tell you what. If one of you can succeed at a stealth test, you can sneak in and grab some robes to disguise Sweet. yourselves. That's a, yeah, I want to do that because I've got a pretty high <laughs> stealth thing. So what do I need to do for my stealth? So make a stealth test. So roll 1d20 and add your stealth. And... Uh, and we'll see if you can like sneak in and grab a couple of cloaks off of one of the altars. So seventeen. You want seventeen? That's a failure. Did you want to use Fuck your luck? Sake. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. There's no way we can take on eight. Okay. Shut up, Jamie. I'm doing this for you. <laughs> so what I have to do? Roll a d. A d twenty and add your luck. Your remaining luck. My remaining luck. <laughs> 29. Nice. Yeah, you slip in and as these monks are chanting, you grab a couple of cloaks off of an altar. As you make your way back, Danny, you see under one of their hoods, you see the decaying face of a monk, clearly undead. (laughs) My nuts are fucking, they're up inside my body right now. (laughs) We've got to avoid big rooms, I think. I think going forward, every big room... We're just going to have to, like, swerve it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm running out of luck here. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a poker table. I'm losing all my life savings. <laughs> so, so we got the robes now. You do, yeah. Sweet. I'm, we're going to put them on and we're going we're gonna to follow them, Jamie. We're going to walk behind them. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, so um, as they're chanting, they're walking around the chapel and you do begin just following them. Um, they make their way into the back. Before you go back into the room with the other fellas, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. They're like the entertainment or something. They're like stripper monks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> you can keep your hat on. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they had... Um... Sorry, I'll close They begin... Filing back out of the the room, they begin filing out uh, a door heading to the east. So the the northeast corner, there's a a door there where they begin heading out. Right. Okay. Where are we looking? So, oh, that little door. They, there. they begin heading out here. Okay. Yeah, there's another door. So, what should we break off? No, because that room's pretty. There's nothing in there. It's just one room, isn't it? Yeah, there's some more doors that head uh, through here. Let's let's break off and go into that room. See what's in there. 
Yeah, because we've got our we've got our monk monk costumes now. We just I'll oh, hold on to them in case we need them again. Mm. Um, yeah, as you head into this smaller back room, um, it's far from the modest chapel that you were just in. It's uh, full of um, like decadence. These like soft pillows and posh tapestries and. Uh, there's lots of in- intricately carved furniture in here as well. Um, there's a portrait of the Holy Father. These, you know, opulent uh, gold goblets and things sitting around on the furniture. I'm getting right, visions start filling of Skyrim. Your boots, Dan. Start filling your boots. Like, what I do in Skyrim is I take the gold and then I just fuck up everything else. <laughs> 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 so they know I've been here. Can, we, can you do like a vandalism? Like, just, <laughs> just fuck that room up. Sure, yeah. I'm living like shit, mate. I'm stealing shit off dead bodies, mate. I don't see people living like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm writing my I name want to rip in the, the cast, first thing but... I do as I enter the room is I rip the tapestry down. Yeah. I roll that up. I chuck it in my bag. Oh, now who's joining in the vandalism? I see how it is. As you rip <laughs> the tapestry down, Jamie, it reveals a secret door behind it. Oh, Ooh. see, vandalism pays off. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that door take us? <clears throat> Quickly fill our pockets. Let's, yeah, let's go through the door. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after, let's... after I've wiped my ass on their pillows. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll leave rip... them one goblet and we'll spit in it. <laughs> <laughs> Ripping down the uh, the portrait as well, you find a uh, hidden liquor cabinet. You get a bunch of, uh, you get five bottles of fancy wine out of here that you can add to your possessions. If we drink yeah, we'll them, that. does that alter our stats? <laughs> it may. <laughs> you have to make an endurance test. Can we Can we at least have one bottle each? Just for the, <laughs> we've been through a lot, Jamie. I think we need it. <laughs> well, we've now learned that we're, we're not alone on the earth. <laughs> yeah, no, might as well get pissed in case we get killed. Yeah. Okay, make an endurance test. So both of you roll 1d20 and add your endurance. Uh, endurance. 22. Nice. You've uh, got a good constitution for getting absolutely sloshed. So you just drink <laughs> the whole bottle of wine. You're, you're feeling good. Feeling great. <laughs> Mine's 20, so... You, you're just holding it together. You feel like if you have one more bottle... Push you over the edge. You're like, no, Dan. We got, we've got, to, got to carry on. And I'm like, oh, all right then. <laughs> we take the rest for later. Okay. We can make them into monotoffs if we have to. Yeah, that's true. Making your way through the secret door, you find a bunch of uh, wine barrels back there. Fuck's sake, man! It's just calling. It's calling out. There's wine everywhere. The alcoholism is calling out. But yeah, behind here there's a bunch of old uh, wine barrels, but that's about it really. I'll mark where you are, just back here behind the chapel. Oh, so it's sitting behind there. I bet you it's these dirty old monks, man. They love a bit of that. I told you. Remember old Friar Tuck? Is it Friar Tuck from Robin Hood? Oh, Little John. Was it Little John? 
Little John was the big fella, wasn't it? Oh no, it was Fryer Tuck. It definitely was with the the honey, the honey liquor. Yeah, we may well, as well make well. our way back out of the room then and go back up towards where we were. Oh no, right? wait. What I, I want to we got a plan for escapes here. So what I want to do is I want to poke holes in the barrels to let the the alcohol out. Mm-hmm. And if we have to come back through here, because it will leak into that other room. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And if we have to run back through, we can fucking spark it. Set this place on we fire. We could also, if it, it's a secret door, which I've now, actually, no. I can't get the tapestry back up. I've already ripped it down. <laughs> <laughs> Fatal floor. Wait, what's yeah. that little black square? Is that a tunnel? Yeah, it's a trap door that you find that leads down. Oh, Jamie. We have to go down the trap. There'd be no one in a trap door. Maybe some rats. I can handle rats, just not spiders. We'll give it a go. We'll yeah, we'll go down the dubious, trap door. But um, we'll give it a go. Okay. I I don't have the lower map prepared for you, so I'm just going to describe it for you. Yeah, that's fine. As you come down, it's a dank passage. It feels damp. Um, and as you look around the corner up ahead. It looks like this is quite quite a spacious place down here. Uh, lots of winding tunnels. And specifically up ahead of where you are now, there's all these uh, broken pillars and trims and uh, statuary, dusty niches, grotesque faces, and uh, bestial gargoyles. Gothic imagination. Yeah, leading on from there, it looks like the tunnels here lead even deeper if you chose to follow them. How are you feeling, Jamie? Do you want to go back up? I'm starting to feel like if we stay down there, we're going to get fucked up by something, isn't it? <laughs> if, if the skeletons are up there, then what's down here? That's what I'm thinking. What's some, like, fucking... They've, like, thrown down the, the servants down here when they've been out of line. They've become mm. feral, eating each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, all right, we'll go back up. Okay. We'll go back up. Yeah. See if you climb back up to the wine barrels. It leaked absolutely everywhere, and um, your shoes, your beaten old shoes are starting to stink of wine where they're just soaking up into the leather. Right. You've probably done that afterwards, oh, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the other room where they've got their nice fancy sheets, mm. and I'm just going to run my feet into their <laughs> sheets to dry it off <laughs> <laughs> just these red sheets from where you're just wiping wine into yeah. them fuck yeah. your couch I'm yeah. Ralph <laughs> <laughs> James yeah so what, uh, where can we go from back in that room yeah from back in that room um, yeah. there's like a Get small the closet around the back or you can head in through that way going back where the monks were or you can head back from where you came mm, should probably go where the monks were right yeah I think so yeah we'll go, go back, back around. Okay. as you guys make your way around stumble into there um, <laughs> monks appear to be gone um, there's three ways forward here you can either um either head into this area you can either head into this area or you can head straight straight on so left right or straight on basically left's got all those little 
those little squares that are like like cupboards. I wonder if there's anything in there. Yeah, what room is that? We'll, we'll have a look in there. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah we'll go <laughs> left. Can you guys roll me 1d6, please? Just the one of us? Or both yeah. of us? Yeah, just one. Uh, three. Three? Okay. Yeah, so as you head into the left area and take a look, um, there's some iron doors there outside. Um, appears to be rusted shut on the other side. Um, it looks like these are stables that are used for the courtyards of the castle. And um, all the stools are empty, except for one where uh, there's just a pile of straw. That's yeah, otherwise, cool, man. pretty much empty. Should have brought Mr. Klops in here. He'd be much happier in here. <laughs> Like I say, might as well go back then. There's no point going out because it will just go back to where we were. Yeah, so yeah, we'd be out in that outer courtyard there, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah that's that, where we were, wouldn't we? That gate's rusted shut, the one I've marked. Alright, oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll head back the other way. Um, if we go right, though, that takes us to the entrance where we could have come through. So we might as well just go straight on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go back in and then we'll go straight up. Okay. We'll avoid Whee! the big hall. Avoid the what? Avoid the big entrance hall. <laughs> yeah. Because there'll be more of them cunts in there. <coughs> Welcome party. He's scared of big rooms. There's uh, <laughs> a good reason. Down this corridor, there's like three doorways that maybe lead to rooms, and then there's a large sitting room up ahead. So, uh, sitting room is. Yeah, and then yeah, there's there's three rooms. There's one there. Actually, here's the three rooms. And here is the sitting room. Right, Dan. What we'll do? I'll I'll search one of them small rooms. You search another one, and then we'll meet in the sitting room. In the in the dining. Okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll do that. Okay. Splitting up, man. That's rule number one of like any screen movie not to do. But if if you're in a Scooby Doo, mate, you split up and look for clues, mate. Oh, mate, we're just listening for my girlish screams, and then you come running. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to so. fend off attackers with your small dagger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my butter knife. <laughs> I've got a shovel. It may smell like shit, but I've got one. Gonna cut you into loaves, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, let's start with you. As you head into one of the rooms, it's uh, sparsely furnished with a wardrobe, a trunk, a large bed, and a dusty mirror. This room is dark, but reasonably intact. The wardrobe is open, containing maid's uniforms and spare bed sheets and a long, dark green felt coat. I'll put on the coat 
I'll take the mage uniforms, put them in my bag just in case I need them. Just in case Dan wants me to look a bit sexy later on. <laughs> I've uh, got to pretend that I'm not here, <laughs> innit? I'm like, take it, take it, take it. <laughs> I'm not here, I'm not here. Um, I'll smash the mirror, see if there's anything behind it. Okay, yeah, no. And... Go ahead. Okay. And I'll search the trunk. Okay. Yeah, as you smash the mirror, uh, it shatters onto the ground, revealing nothing <coughs> broken back. Uh, you're pretty sure that right before you broke it, you your appearance just seemed to look like a shadow. It looked really weird, so probably a good thing you smashed it. The trunk itself um, holds a, a silver dagger, uh, which has been... So, like, blackened by age, but it's still sharp and deadly. And, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of uh, rust stains. Yeah, and a silver dagger. I've got loads going on here. I've got coats, daggers. Let's go get one You're like a fucking tramp that you've just, like, picked up, put it on. <laughs> like, you're trying to get through airport security, but you ain't got enough in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a joke in D&D that um, when players first play the game and they, they don't really know anything outside of just like stealing and killing that they're basically murder hobos where they have no home they just steal <laughs> shit and they just kill everyone yeah, <laughs> that sounds like us <laughs> <laughs> we look back on this in a couple of years and be like man we were noobs oh, yeah, <laughs> killing everyone uh, Danny, you—I yeah, should have picked another room for you. You come in. There's, <laughs> there's wooden tubs filled with lukewarm water, and something large lurks within—a grotesque giant toad displaying a toothy grin as you look at it. Um, your docile beast just sits and watches you as you walk into the room, and it's lukewarm water. Just rubber. I'm going to strip off and I'm going to get in with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got to, it's got to know that I'm one of him, isn't it? Like, he's not nothing to be feared. I'm going to make friends with him. You're going to make friends with it? I'm going to make friends with it, yeah. I'm going to get in. Uh, Lukewarm right, is about all I can generate, you know what I mean? I ain't got no heat in my hut. The, the filth from your body begins to disperse into the water around you as you climb into the big wooden bath with the warm water. This giant greasy toad just sitting across from you, his big eyes staring at you as you uh, relax back in the tub. After a few moments of relaxation, you see Jamie walking past the door. <laughs> it's like this was written for me. Right, Jamie. I'm... I'm clean as a whistle I'm sharing a bath with this thing and you've just walked past the door in your nice new coat right what are you going to do <laughs> I'll be keeping this toad alive <laughs> he's my buddy I'm taking a bath with him that's, that's an unspoken bond Jamie if you share a bath with someone you can't kill him all he's doing is weighing us down Dan that's all he's doing <laughs> I ain't bringing him with me but when we oh, come right, back good. you know he's going to throw himself in front of someone <laughs> <laughs> I'll head on over to the dining room then, or the sitting room. You just gonna leave me in the bath? Yeah, you can stay there, mate. I'm not. I'm not getting involved in your situation. Nah, if I see if I see you're you're already done, man, I'm gonna get out and get dressed and follow you. 
<laughs> yeah, the tone feels used. It just goes rubber. <laughs> Sees my ass as I get out of the tub. <laughs> Go look at that. Dirty bastard. Brilliant. All right. So, uh, yeah, Jamie continues on because he doesn't want to see any of that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he comes to the sitting room. This room is uh, comfortably stocked with plush chairs. Um, there's a, a dead lady wearing a circlet with three opals in it, sitting in one of the chairs before a mirror, um, looking vainly upon her own reflection, though long dead. So we're going to take the necklace from around the neck, aren't we? I think we should break the mirror, though, because you had a funny... Yeah, true. Experience the mirror. the mirror. Something seems a bit odd. Why is she sitting in front of it? Yeah, Is she true. that vain, Jamie? Is she? Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll break the mirror first. I'm also going to scalp her. And we'll take that as well. <laughs> yeah. That's like the confirming killed it. Make sure she's dead. Just get to take the bit yeah. off of that. And I'll yeah. just wear... I'll attach that to my coat. So then that's part first part of my... Uh, my scalp for the evening. <laughs> as you as you pull the necklace from her, her head falls <laughs> off, and then you have to pick it up to then hold it under your arm and start scalping it. And Danny, you walk into the scene of, of Jamie holding a necklace and a severed head that he's now pulling the scalp off. Fucking hell, man! Should have stayed in the bath, shouldn't I? I'm all nice and clean now, and you're getting all this blood all over yourself. What you like? I'm the grave robber. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the filthy well, one. I'm just trying to help out, Dan. Just trying to help out. Um, I offer. I ask if you need any help. Do you need help, Jamie? Yeah, if you could just grab her legs. But why? Your head's not attached anymore. What am I grabbing her legs for? What are you going to do? Move her out of the way. I want to see what. what Did you say she was on the sofa? She's on the chair, like a fancy chair. She's on the chair. All right, I'll drag her off. I'll drag her off. Drag her off. See if she's dropped anything down the side of the sofa, like an earring or something. One of them. So can one of you roll me two uh, ten-sided dice? Do you want them together or individual numbers? Yeah, just tell me one and then the other. Oh, seven and two. Seven and two, so seventy-two. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, just a number seven, not a seventy. Oh no, no seven, seven and two. Sorry. Yeah, yeah seven 72. and two. Yeah. Jamie, you got to check for gold teeth as well. If you've got the head in your arms, check for gold teeth. Yeah, have a quick look. Yeah. Okay. I flick her eyeballs as well to make sure none of them are glass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about that. Pearl oil. Uh, pearl oil. <laughs> There's a... You hear a door slam. Slams open. And you hear footsteps. As you look down the corridor, back the way you came, you see these two headless people wearing fancy old liveries walking down the corridor towards you, shambling. Headless? Mm -hmm. Jamie, man, what's going on? Am I tripping? I've just had a bath with a toad. I could be on everything right now. You could be tripping, mate, because uh, I'm going to throw this head at the fucking (laughs) two fellas coming down towards us. (laughs) 
That's what I'm going to do. We don't even know if they've seen us yet. You're just going to go... They well, haven't the seen anything, room. Dan. They haven't seen anything <laughs> in a while because they ain't got a head, Dan. True. That's right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pure senses going on right now. And I'm, yes. I'm clean as a whistle. I could hide. I could be like a fucking statue. They wouldn't even know. Yeah, you could hide. You you hide if you want and I'll... Uh, no, I'll join in. I'll go kamikaze down the fucking... I got nothing on. I'll join in. Yeah, as the, uh, as the head slams into one of them. Actually, make me a throw test, please, Jamie. So you've got throw oh. as a skill. See if you hit him. If I'm See any if you good throw animal, like I a fucking have a good throw skill. Two-year-old girl. You're like, huh, and it just rolls across your legs. <laughs> so that's seven. Total of, total of seven? No, that's seven. I've got seven as a skill. What is it? One... Oh, oh 1d20. Yeah, 120. I've only got to throw your four. So I, I've got 20. <laughs> Terrible. What's that? 20. Nice. Yeah, you just slam the head straight into it. And <laughs> one of the headless uh, people in liveries begins freaking out as his head smacks it. It starts turning around, waving its arms, and the other one starts to as well. They're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Um, the two of you can either move through them or you can move this way through another doorway and away from them. What we'll do, we'll, char- we'll charge them, Dan. I've seen this before. Johnny Depp's going to burst out of a door in a minute. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> old Sleepy Hollow, I've seen this film. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll charge them if you want. They can't see nothing. I feel like I'm on I'm on the edge here. I've got a good going. I've got my silver uh, thing in one hand and my rusty blade in the other. I like the way that you didn't go to me. Oh, Dan, you haven't got very good shit on you. Uh, yeah, here's a silver dagger. You're like, I'll keep it myself. You already got a dagger, haven't you? Yeah, shit one. <laughs> That's right. I, I won't dual wield. Jamie, I'll just, I'll get the cover <laughs> so, both of you make a test. So, Jamie, yours will be your large blade. Uh, add an additional five. And Danny, small blade, add an additional five. Um, going to make a test for these guys. Okay, Google. Roll 1d20. It's 14. Ooh, one against Jamie gets a 17. Okay, Google. Um, Roll 1d20. You rolled one. (laughs) The other one gets a four against Danny. 26. Is it 1d20? Yeah, you... Yeah, one D two. Yeah. Plus seven, plus five. Math is not my strong. I haven't sit here for a while. <laughs> Twenty six plus five. Thirty one. That's what Jamie's as well. What? Thirty one. One. Thirty one. Thirty one. Yeah. Nineteen plus seven plus five. Thirty one. Nice. Yeah. So uh Jamie roll one D six and add three. Danny, roll 2d6 and add 2, because you did over three times more than the uh, headless gentleman rolled. What have I got? Add 2? So roll two six-sided dice and then add 2, yeah. And add 2. Uh, 6. Ooh. Total of 6. Mine's 5. Okay, yeah, so both of you managed to kill them as you charge down the corridor uh, as these two headless people in liveries are fumbling around. What do the two of you do? I'm going for its pockets, mate. 
the first thing I'm doing, as it's going down, my hands are in its pockets. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to nick its shoes, because obviously we've got wet feet at the minute from the fucking wine. Oh, that's a smart idea, yeah. Shoes are coming off. <laughs> okay, uh, roll me 1d20 and add your luck. If the total is 20 or higher, then the shoes fit. No, 18. Uh, oh. 16, sorry. Too small. Don't fit, mate. Fuck me. It's alright. I've, I've wiped them on there. Those nice clean <laughs> sheets in the other room. It's alright. I should have put them in the bath with me and the frog. Oh, I've got 28. <laughs> Perfect fit. They're just, just right for you. <laughs> nice shoes as well. Yeah. Gold buckles. You know, gravediggers are very jealous type, Jamie. Just to let you know. That's why we steal from the dead. <laughs> With your silver dagger and your perfectly fit shoes. And my green coat. And your green coat with your scalp hanging off it. You're lucky you'll leave this mansion at the end of it. To be fair, I'm doing better at looting than you are. You're supposed to be the great grave thief. Well, I'm I'm having baths with toads. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a brain in a jar. Yeah, that's true. I want more than that. Should we make our way back? Now we've looted the bodies, make our way back and go out into that main bit. Oh, the corridor. Okay. Heading down here. Oh, no, out the the door at the top. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's the stairwell. Yeah, there's quite a bit around here. So... As you head through that doorway, to your right, there's a large vestibule waiting area, and you can hear some gentle sobbing from there. The hallway you're walking into, um, there's portraits all over it of uh, members of the family that once lived here. Uh, There's another statue in a nook. There's some stairs heading up above you, a large uh, grand staircase, and then you can hear some more singing from the side of the staircase as well. Sobbing, Jamie. Should so we have a look at that? Taking advantage of quickly because last time we got sank from it, didn't we? Oh, I took the incense. Yeah, the statue on the side. Notes. There's a bunch of um, portraits. As you're walking by them, some of them seem to move and look and follow. One of them even gesturing with its hand to you. You walk past them to the statue around in the nook. It's the statue of a griffin that stands in the corner. The plaque reading, Courage, <laughs> Vindicated. And uh, it has an open beak. Open beak? Yeah, like the griffin's reason. mouth is open. Is you need to put in something it? in it, man. I've, I've seen, yeah, I've seen films, man. It needs to be... Put the brain in it. In its mouth, open. Put the brain in it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm going to sit the brain in its mouth. As you go to, you hear a clank and it's glass on glass. And as you pull the brain away and reach in, you find a vial of something. It's a potion of some kind. That's Sweet. Like, Pocket. That's like fucking super juice. It's saying courage and vindicate. <laughs> you'll take that and you'll go on a mad one. But next time oh, we come across right. 20 zombies, you got to drink that. All right, then. That's fine. I'll do that. Yeah, it's going in my pocket. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to go up the stairs or do you want to go down the side? <clears throat> Where did you say the the singing was coming from? 
Yeah, down the side of the staircase there. Hmm. I'm merry, mate. I could go for a little jingle. Let's whack our hoods back up. Pretend we're monks. Walk down the side, see what's going on. Alright then, yeah. Yeah, the uh, there's a doorway. Let me mark it on the map for you. There's a doorway just there. As you're heading down the side and... Um, yeah, the doorway is ajar. And as you look into all the singing, you can see that there's about 30 skeletons in there, all wearing old, decaying military gear and singing songs related to their service um, there's a long cross-legged table with weapon racks all around there's beer, rusty junk on the floor a captured battle banner hanging above the table uh, and the corpse of a young gentleman which is suspended by the ankles above the table mate we're gonna get fucking eaten <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, think, I don't want to go in here I think what we should do is let's get that door shut, close that door slowly. dude your sound's gone Mine has. What happened there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, you cut out for a second there. Um, yeah, if we close that door slowly, okay. find a way to get it wedged shut, and then move on, make our way around the room. Wedge the scalp underneath the door, they won't be able to get it out of it. <laughs> That's a good idea. Or I'll get the jawbone from the skeleton earlier and I'll wedge that underneath the door. Oh, that's a good shout, yeah. Okay, yeah. Door jam in there. Right, I'm going to leave Jamie to well, quest over for a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're right. continuing around this way? Yeah, that way. Okay. So is that more stables there? On the left-hand side? As you head round there and take a look, it's not stables there, but there's cells. Mm. Let's do some investigating to the right first. Right? Okay. Um, as you head round to the right, corridor continues on. There's a, a door on the left. Or you can continue heading on to uh, through another doorway. Let's try the door on the left first. Let's give it a go. Okay. You don't realise how much atmosphere that background music gets. When I took my headphones off, I was like, so quiet. Yeah. <clears throat> I tell you, it makes a difference, though. Yeah, for sure. So, to the left, when we were walking up that corridor, was a load of cells up at the top, Dan. Oh, yeah. So, I decided to investigate to the right first, before we make our way that way. <laughs> okay. Oh. Heading into this room, Jamie. Um, in sharp contrast to the uh, orderly articles within the room, uh, which are packed away meticulously, there are other items in the room which uh, hint at a much more sinister 
occupation or hobby. Um, there's whips. <laughs> there's cat and nine tails. There's uh, sharp, short bodkins, coils of rope hang from the walls, and the grim leather uniform um, of the executioner, complete with face covering hood in here, which lies folded on the bed. Right, I'm putting on the uniform. Not going to wear the uniform. <laughs> Good shout, man. Good shout. Yeah. But I'm not laying down. You can keep that to yourself. <laughs> I'm going to change into that uniform because that'll keep me covered for the rest of the... They won't know who I am if I'm just bowling about. Yeah. It, it counts as light armour as well, so... Do I take the Dress whip? Up as an execution. Do you want the whip, Dan? Which one? I don't want the nine tails. That'll tear me to shreds, mate. <laughs> you want some light whipping? I'll go for that. Keep my blood going, won't it? <laughs> well, you could have it to use as a weapon. Take it oh. as a weapon. Uh, yeah, alright then. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't where my mind was going on this adventure. Yeah, I'll take a nine towels. That'd be a pretty fucking good weapon, actually. It'd be like Indiana Jones, wouldn't it? Indiana Jones when he's into BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just be making sexual Indiana as a Jamie. Be like, Jamie, hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just got Harrison Ford in my head going, I've been a bad boy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> better than the image of me laying up against the wall with Jamie whipping me in the back with a fucking nine tails. game dark, takes a dark turn. <laughs> no rules in the apocalypse, Jim. No rules. Okay, um, before you continue, can one you roll me one d6, please? D6. Six. Nice. Okay, yeah, you guys are in this room. You're free to continue on. I've marked it on your map. You can head down and head back towards uh, the cells or the stairwell, or you can head continue around this corner here. There's the cells there. Where do the cells lead? Do they lead to anywhere? Um, let me zoom out for you. Uh, they lead... Mm, yeah, back down into here. Yeah, but there's a massive stairwell there on the side, or there's above it, there's a big hall. I think we should go through the cells, man, otherwise we're just backing on ourselves. Yeah, can do. Head down the corridor. Cells. Oh, you can go up as well into whatever building room that is. That's what I mean, yeah, it's like a big hall thing there. With like a little pedestal as well, it looks like. Jamie really likes halls, so that'd be... <laughs> well, now I'm dressed as the executioner, I'm alright. <laughs> yeah, he just don't care, does he? <laughs> it's Leather Daddy, he's come to, uh, to save us all. I've come to kill everyone. I'll just walk in on all fours with a thing around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Channing Tatum in that. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's got like that. As you guys head into the cells down the corridor, there's rotting bones and cobwebs, heavy with mildew and damp cells. Two large cells uh, that are just full of skeletons. Um, the rest of them. <coughs> 
May as well keep going, I Bye think. Sweet. Yeah, just keep going. Do you want to go up or down? Let's go up, because if we go down, we're back in the room with them fucking ones we jammed in. Oh, shit, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, we'll go up into that, like, hall bit with the pillars. Yeah. Opening the door to here reveals a throne room with massive marble pillars that support the intricate stonework of the arch ceiling. Light shines through um, through cunningly placed glass and um, there's a uh, sorry yeah light shining through the stained glass windows of this place above you and uh, casting long beams of light upon the marble throne and two rusty suits of armor um, which stand next to it sheets of dusty cobwebs obscure the grandeur of the scene um, can one of you roll me 1d6 Fucking hell, one. Okay. Um, okay. Roll me a d8, please. Five. As the two of you are opening the door and looking into this place, five more of those headless people come charging up from behind you in the corridor. Fucking hell, I want to take that armor. Yeah. I'm okay. naked. Can we get into the armor naked. quick enough? No, you wouldn't be able to put it on quick enough. They're going to be on you. Uh, what do you want to do here? You're at the doorway to the throne room and they're coming up the corridor behind I'm you. I'm going to throw you a dagger, Dan. Oh, I'm dual wielding? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, but we can get in and close the door. Why are you fucking stand off as you, man? They're behind us. Where are they coming from? From the cells? Behind. They're coming from the cells. They're running up here behind you. We just need enough time for me to for us to get the armor on, and then we can take them on. Yeah. Okay. Use your shovel. Keep the door shut. Oh, sound. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll wedge that underneath the door. <laughs> okay then. Oh, yeah, they're gonna try to um, to beat it down. Um, can you roll me a d6, please? Dan? Three. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's going to take you three turns to try and put it on. They're going to try and break down the doors. Let me roll. I'm trying to break it down. Okay, Google. Fuck. Three roll turns. 1d20. You got 17. Oh, shit. On the first turn. Bang! <laughs> break through the door. And the shovel goes flying across the throne room floor as Danny's got one leg in the suit of armor. Um, <laughs> what do you guys want to do here? So I'm going to charge at them. I'm going to okay. think of me as Neo out of fucking Matrix, yeah? I'm going to be doing all <laughs> kinds of fucking gymnast shit going on. <laughs> Running up walls, all kinds of stuff. God. Prince of yeah, Persia. Uh... I'm the Prince of Persia right now. <laughs> oh, you got that terrible accent as well, the Jake Journal. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What accent did he do for that? Oh, British, don't... I think, wasn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> The Prince of Persia was a fucking pikey. <coughs> <laughs> to Jamie. Um, yeah, attack. Make a large blade test. Add an additional five to it. Um, and I'll defend for one of these uh, 
Poor headless people. Okay, Google, roll 1d20. You got eight. Total of 11. I don't know why I don't plug my Google in and do that. One second. <laughs> so I've got 28. Nice. So roll 1d6 and add 3. So that's 7. I love I love the little bunk bunk as it's rolling. <laughs> yeah. Nice, Jamie. You flat out just kill one of them in one go with your rusty arming sword. I've got one leg in. I'm like, woo! Like a little cheerleader. <laughs> How many have we got so, to deal with here? There's four left. So as, as let me set the scene. As you guys are in the throne room, bang, the door slams open, shovel <laughs> slides across the floor. Danny's got one leg in the armor. Jamie goes charging at them with his arming sword as these five headless goons charge into the room. And Jamie just cuts one of them down straight away. Okay. That's six. We've got three left. Four I'm left. Ban- four left. Sorry. Oh, there's, there's five. There's five and then no, yeah. there's four. Right. I'm going to have to abandon this armor because you need backup. So I'm going to come running behind you with my dual, my dual daggers. Okay. Yeah. Make a small blade test, please. Oh shit! It's not add, going good, Jamie. Add an additional five. Um, what's that? Okay, Google, roll one d twenty. Nineteen. Okay. You roll ten. Ten. I got thirteen. So yeah, roll one d six and add two for your damage. Hey Google, roll one d six. It hasn't been switched on for a while, so it needs to. Uh... <laughs> nah, it's just blacked out on me. I thought I was the one that half cut. Uh, D6 and add what, sorry? Uh, add two. Uh, what's that? Seven. Nice. You kill another one. Describe oh. that for us. So Jamie's just leapt with his, his signature Assassin's Creed hawk jump. <laughs> and then I just come running with my two daggers behind him thrust both of them into its chest and it goes down like oh. a bag of shit yeah yeah these headless things absolutely stink of rot and as you stab through them black sludge runs <sighs> onto your hands as you throw it onto the ground can both of you make me a test for your weapon so danny small blade and jamie large blade uh, don't add an extra five just your regular test and they're going to attack you okay google roll one d20 um, 18. It's 8. So you win that, so roll damage. 1d6 plus 2, Danny. Okay, Google. Plus two. Roll 1d20. 7. Nice. You rolled 18. And then total of 21 against Jamie. I've got 21 as well. Weapons. Oh, it's a draw. Okay, so both of us roll damage. So roll 1d6 and add 3, Jamie. So I've got nine. nine okay, kill him. Kill his ass. Six minus two. Okay, Google. Roll one d six. Oh no! <laughs> you got ten, seven, five, nineteen, nineteen, and seventeen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck it, hell. How much are you rolling? Okay, Google. <laughs> roll one d. Okay, Google. Roll one d six. Ah, oh, you bastard! <laughs> what are you doing? You roll eight, fifteen, fifteen, sixteen, nineteen, and sixteen for a total. You're always of intelligent, All Google. Right. Yeah, I'm rolling in the fucking <laughs> chat. It was doing so well as well. I've just turned mine on. It's not even worth. Okay, Google. Roll one d six. Okay. You got nine. What? How'd you get nine on the d six? <laughs> That's what we're all using. <laughs> Old school. Okay. So, so two damage. Jamie, can you roll me one D six, please? Six. You got a six? Yeah. Sweet, you only take one damage, so subtract one from your stamina. Stamina, okay. And then this last one is gonna go for Danny. Um so Danny, make another small blade test, please. Okay, Google. Roll one d twenty. Hey, Google. You rolled six. Oh, plus five. You got fourteen. Was it fourteen plus eight? Okay. Twenty-two. You win you that one. Sweet. Yeah. So roll one d six plus two. Hey, Google. Roll 1d6. This is good because it's like you, I'm not cheating either. <laughs> oh, you fucker, it just did what? No, I didn't. I that got a four. <laughs> Was that plus two? <laughs> Six. Yeah. yeah, you kill him. <laughs> Fucking arsehole. Oh, I even, I'm watching it right what I'm saying and it's, and it still fucked it up. <laughs> So as these five headless men come charging in, the two of you just absolutely obliterate. And Jamie takes a bit of a hit from one of them, but nothing major. And yeah, you just leave them laying on the floor. And then Dan proceeds to throw up from adrenaline. <laughs> and black gunt, because it's all over his hands. They search all their pockets like while we're at it, Dan. <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool, yeah. Hands in pockets, hands in pockets. You don't find much from them. Uh, their uniforms are absolutely rotten and anything in their pockets has fallen to dust or sludge as you pull out dirty hands from their pockets. Fucking hell. You're left standing in the throne room. Uh, dude, it's coming up to 8 o'clock. Did you say you needed to come off at that 8? Yeah, so we can leave it there. So you guys yeah. head back to Ashcroft to trade in all the stuff you've stolen. Um this is the first time I've run this game and no one's died. You guys got really lucky and you avoided danger. So, yeah, that was great, man. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Um, as always, uh, Jim is part of a group called uh, Knights of the Braille, which you can find on Twitter that do some great things um, for people with uh, vision loss and things like that, helping people come together and play D&D. Um, he also does in-person games in Toronto, if you're interested in. And um, thanks for coming back, man. Well, hopefully, in another few episodes, you'll come back and we can continue. Yeah, absolutely, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cheers for coming on, mate. Yeah. But until until next time, guys, we'll uh, we'll catch you then. Bye.